Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
We are so excited about the show today. It's Craig and I's first show back. Good afternoon, where you are, Gregory. How are you today? Good afternoon. Happy New Year. I'm doing yeah, better. How about you? you? Pretty good. How's that cold of yours? I know you, you weren't feeling very well. Yeah, pretty much everyone in my family was fighting something over the holidays. I, I think I'm back to about 90, 95%. So I'm getting there. Okay. That's where I need you. Because <laughs> I'm at about 60%. So oh. if, if that, with this damn elbow. But you know what? We're all right. We're going to be just fine. Uh, so, dude, um, you know, we we made a little personal bet for pride between us and your Ohio. Yeah, that go, Tracy. <laughs> well, your your Ohio State Buckeyes, they're out. I mean, we we just said who was gonna win between us, who was gonna mm-hmm. win and your your guys are out. Um you know, but my pick's still in. So technically, even if Alabama loses, I still win. Because I made it to the finals. <laughs> what yeah, do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think your logic is uh, it's flawed. <laughs> you're, you're giving it a good try, but it's lacking in some areas. Because your, your overall record is what twenty five and fifteen, mine was twenty seven and thirteen. So last time I checked, twenty seven is greater than twenty five. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You say my buck. You say my Buckeyes. I'm not. I'm not even from Ohio. I'm from Nebraska originally. So. I know. <laughs> and I and I have family <laughs> in Michigan. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like calling you a homer, even though you aren't. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. So what did you end up in the pool? We did second. Tie for first, second via the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, you had to get that tie for first in there. Mm-hmm. But and what, you, what you, you get? Won you won second place money though. I came. I yeah. did I tie for third, but came in fourth. No. Or did I come no. in at a flat fourth? I came in. I fourth. think you're a flat fourth. Yeah. I don't care. Such a shame. I'm. I'm still gonna beat you in the championship game when when we've just had our little talk about who was gonna win. I mean, Alabama. Yeah, gonna, I Alabama is like having an NFL team in college sports. I, I don't see any way Clemson's going to beat them. But then again, I didn't see how. But then Clemson again, you are you are an SEC homer. You talk about homers. You are you are an <laughs> SEC homer. And yes, the SEC in the bowl bowl season is six and six. SEC is six and it, six in bowl games. It, the ACC is eight and three. Blah, and on the season, blah, on the season, blah, because they the have, ACC, I mean, look at who they play. We have to play each other in the SEC and. I mean, during the course well, during the course of the season, the ACC is eight and four against the SEC. If this year, I mean, okay. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, well, we were talking about this year. We're not talking about past years. Oh, you are calling me out, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're actually you're actually getting in uh, the smack talk today. I know. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fighting back. It's my New Year's resolution for 2017 to be better smack talker. For two engagements right. more off. That's yeah. my boy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, in, in case listeners don't know, I, I went to an SEC school. So I am 
I, I am a homer when it comes to SEC, and Craig makes so much fun of me because did I did I pick eleven of eleven of my twelve SEC teams? Yeah, I the, believe so. <laughs> yeah, I I picked eleven of twelve SEC teams to win. You did you did pick Oklahoma over Auburn, which you got right, so that's good. <laughs> yes, I I knew I knew Auburn wasn't gonna win. It, it just I. They, this wasn't their year. I mean, they had their moments, but I, 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 I mean, there have been times I've picked all SEC to win. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm a homer. I, I admit it. Um, I mean, even my team with a losing record of five and seven won a bowl game, and even yeah, after they, winning they the bowl game, they're six and seven, and they're a bowl game winner, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, congrats to your Bulldogs. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so, who, what, what games stood out to you? I didn't watch as many bowl games as as I normally do. It just seemed weird this year for me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I yeah. Well, for me personally, my I mean, elbow. Was, I've just been so out yeah, of it. Well, yeah. When I was growing up, my dad and I we used to have a tradition of just sitting at home. He gets some snacks from the grocery store, and we just veg out and watch football all day on New Year's. Yeah, and when, when the BCS came about in the playoff system, it just seems like the, the bowl games on New Year's Day just seemed to dwindle from like eight or nine to four or five. And then yeah, I think this year was this year was there were zero bowl games on New Year's Day because it was on a Sunday, and so they had sixteen right. NFL games. And so I, don't, right. I just didn't really feel like New Year's t- this year to me. I, watching I NFL games, I, I kept having to remind myself, oh, yeah, today is New Year's Day, isn't it? And then there were four on, New- right. on January 2nd, and just I don't know, it seemed kind of weird. <clears throat> yeah, New-, New Year's Day is when I, you know, we'll just make horrible foods that we shouldn't eat um, and sit around and watch games. And it just, didn't have the feel of it this year, and mm-hmm. um, I don't even know if I'm going to watch the, the Nashville championship. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. really like I care for anybody, and the because I, I mean, while I pick Alabama, I I, I can't stand their coach. Sorry to my <laughs> Alabama. Players, I don't think anybody can. I'm his wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I just. I don't know, man. I uh, I just can't do it. And uh, I mean, you know, he's okay. I mean, he's a good coach, but I think he's an asshole too. So um, <laughs> he's a great coach, but yeah, he doesn't come across as the most personal individual in the world. That's right. I mean, he's going to go down as one of the best in history when it's all said. But he's an asshole. No question. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, the assholes seem. To win, you know, the Steve Superior, as I like to call him, and other people like that. I mean, they all they all tend to win. So I don't know, maybe there's something about that. Um, and let's let's help break that cycle. Yeah, let's talk. I mean, what are you thinking about the NFL playoffs as they pan out? Well, back to your your former question. The two bowl games that stood out to me was one question at a time, oh, Tracy, please. <laughs> Two games that stood out to me were probably the Rose Bowl and 
well, Ohio State getting creamed by, by Clemson. I'll, I'll go with the latter See, game first. That's who I would pick. I'll go with the latter first because, I mean, Ohio State was actually favored in the game. Clemson's ranked second, Ohio State third. Ohio State was favored in the game by, I think it was a point and a half at, at game time. And Urban Meyer, he was 10-2 and two in bowl games entering. And a lot of people, I mean, I'm surrounded by Ohio State homers, certainly, but a lot of people on ESPN analysts, supposedly unbiased analysts, they're all leaning toward Ohio State, mainly because of the coach, Urban Meyer. And in all those years, coach Urban Meyer had never been shut out in a game before, never. Right, and, right. And, and yet, when Clemson was up 10 nothing, they were, they were minus two in turnovers. They had two passes intercepted fairly early in the game. Yet they were still up two scores, 10 nothing. And I, I was with family, and I kind of looked over, and I said, you know what, I hate to say this, but Clemson just looks like the better team. And they proved it in every facet of the game, and they just they just pounded Ohio State in every yeah. area. 31, 31 nothing. It probably could have been worse than that. <laughs> and then uh, 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 it, I, I was not, I was not shocked Clemson won, but I was I was pretty surprised they won that handily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and for people that are just turning in, no, you are not listening to ESPN Sports Center. <laughs> We're Craig and I like to talk about. Um, you know, things that we like on occasion, and we both love football, and it's an exciting type of year in football. But we do have a lot of talk to talk about. But I want to ask you real quick, um, out of everything coming out of the NFL, I mean, we could talk about the NFL for 30 minutes, so I'm not, let's not even <laughs> dive into it. Cause we've got some really important stuff to talk about today. Um, but who who are you favoring, you know, this far in advance um, for Super Bowl? Well, barring injuries, AFC, I definitely – I don't want to say this, but I definitely lean toward the Patriots. Yeah, uh, I made sleeper, sleep, Potential sleeper team, uh, I, I would say possibly Kansas City. I want to say Pittsburgh, but the defense makes me nervous. Kansas City is a fairly mm-hmm. balanced team on both sides of the ball. So if anyone can – A lot of Patriots, people are saying Kansas City. If they're going to give the Patriots troubles, and I'd say it might be Kansas City, but I still lean toward the Patriots to make the the Super Bowl. NFC, I'm not so sure about. That's kind of a I, – I really have no idea. I mean, Dallas, they have the best record in, at the end of the regular season, and Seattle has a lot of pl- playoff experience. But uh, Dallas's youth just kind of makes me nervous. And Seattle, I don't know, they, they just haven't been playing very well of late. Mm-hmm. And so, if I had to pick a team, I might go with Green Bay in the NFC. So, right now, I'm going with the really? Patriots and Packers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of my surprise pick, but that's the I am going, uh, and, and no, it's not because of what you think. I'm going with Cowboys and Chiefs. Really? Yes, I am a little bit of a homer with the Cowboys. Because, no, that's Jack not my Prescott. favorite team. Y'all know. We all know I'm a Saints fan, but we also know where I went to school, and Dak Prescott is um, our quarterback from my alma mater. And so I'm, I even, I mean, I even bought a Dallas jersey. I have a Prescott <laughs> jersey, but I swore when he was drafted, I, I don't care where he played, and and like the one team I wouldn't want to buy a jersey of, I now have. But I support Dak, and I it it would be it, it would be a dream come true to see that young man. Um, 
lot of a lot of people don't know his background and his story and um I, I encourage people to um, read about him and, you know, look up what he's done in his life. And it's so inspiring um, where he's come from, where he is now. And, um, you know, you just can't help it, but like the young man and uh, I'm definitely pulling for him. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I just haven't seen a strong team in the, in the NFC. Um except for Dallas. I mean, you know, I mean, Packers, they do step up come playoff time. So that's a good pick on your part. Thank um, you very much. Well, they won six, six straight, I think. And a lot of times I – Right. Like the New York Giants, both times they won the Super Bowl in the past, what, 10 years. They didn't have a great overall record, but they got hot at the right time and it carried them to a Super Bowl victory. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, uh, you know – It'll be interesting to see. Um, I would like to uh, uh, switch gears and and I I want to talk to um, our listeners, our followers on Twitter. Um, oh my God! Last night, so I guess about five o'clock. Um. You know, I've been talking a lot, as have you, you know, and we've talked about it on the show, about the importance of why the ACA needs to stay. Um, And I put out this tweet last night, and people just started retweeting, retweeting. People started letting me know Um what was happening. Next thing I know, I decided I would tag a bunch of people and see if they would retweet it. Like, you know, a lot of people, I mean, some that were friends of mine, but then also, you know, some people that maybe have several million followers. Um, Rosie O'Donnell um, (laughs) retweeted our show's post about the ACA and how to contact Paul Ryan. And and we were already getting so much, you know, traffic coming in through Twitter. And then when she did that, it, it was like, it, holy crap. Um, to, to sum it up, as far as how many of you, um, as of right now, because, you know, you can check the tweets and stuff. It hasn't even been 24 hours, and we have gone over the half million mark of impressions with that tweet, um, you know, that people have seen it, and we can only hope that 10% even called. Um, listeners were, uh, you know, messaging me last night or just tweeting at me saying, hey, we can't get through, and I'm like, you know, and, and other people would chime in and say, I got through on the third or fourth time. And it just, it kept rolling and rolling. And one of our listeners kept dialing from about 8 o'clock last night to 2.30 this morning and finally got through. And I think it was because of us, truly. I mean, it's half a million impressions on that one tweet alone. Dang. I mean, 
And then other people are tweeting the information out too. I mean, you know, I, I, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, like people like Joan Walsh, uh, uh, Joy Reid. I mean, a lot of people have been posting that information out. And um, so I hope we broke his phone. Um, <laughs> and, and and just real quick, so um, so you guys know, if you want to grab a pen and pencil, I'm going to give you some numbers. And I've also posted numbers emails and uh, one of our listeners i'm sorry i don't have your name in front of me um sent uh, sent one that had like five different ways to contact his office so um you know look on the look on our show's twitter page for that um but you know you can call his washington office and this is the one where people had trouble getting in 202-225 Zero six zero zero. Again, that's two zero two 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 five zero six zero zero. You know, in <laughs> I had to listen to it because I wanted to see how he twisted it. And of course, oh my God! I mean, if any, I did you listen to it, Craig? The whole propaganda that. <laughs> um, I mean, if you don't want to listen to that, like as soon as that comes on. <laughs> press two and then press one and that I mean I know you I mean I, I hope you all can trust us and, and that we tell you that, that doing that will um, you know put that number one is you know that you support the ACA um, and you don't have to listen to the dribble Um <laughs> So yeah, I started people, listening, but I just, I just couldn't do it. So <laughs> I, I listened to it, and I was like, holy crap. Um, yeah. And then, you know, my wife called, too, but I'm like, just hit 2-1. <laughs> and that's what you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, she she was like, oh, I can't listen to this shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. Um, um, but uh, Senator Ryan's uh, Janesville, Wisconsin office, which, you know, is his hometown, Um you can also call that number. These two numbers seem to be the biggest ones. Um, and that number is 08-752-4050. Uh, again, 608-752-4050. And, I'm, and now that the show has started, I'm going to unpin. You know, I usually pin when the show is starting. I'm going to pin that information um, on our wall in just a second. Um, so you'll have the numbers right there um, for a little while today. Um, and I mean, I'll, I mean, I've been reposting the shit out of it. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm so glad we, I'm so glad we can, we can cuss on internet radio. Isn't it great? <laughs> F and A, F and A, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Second A? <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually, I actually had to say that word uh, for my friend Chris, who is listening right now, because um, I, I have found my psychic twin, and uh, her and her wife—they're um, also known as the Gady Bunch. They're coming on the show next Friday, and they're freaking hilarious. Um, Chris and I have so much in common; it is scary. I mean, I truly feel like I have found like long lost twin um even though i think we're like 
10 years apart, nine years apart. Um, but yeah, so you're not identical we, twins. Okay. Right. right. She came out a little late, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it, we both love the F word. And so, um, I, what, I, yeah, that I okay. I was like I've got to get that in today, so um, <laughs> I uh, uh, you know you said it so I did. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know it, it's it's been so amazing. Um, you know people people often talk to both of us. You know saying that you know. I, I mean, I'm not an activist like you guys are, and it's like, yeah, you are. We started a little mini revolution last night. I mean, you don't understand it. We get to see the statistics on, on, you know, on Twitter, and um, you know, over half a million interactions just with this one tweet. That's huge, guys. I mean, and and you did that. You did that. We didn't do it. We just got the tweet out there, um, and we had help with all of you. And, um, I mean, sure, Rosie helped, and, you know, with her getting the tweet out there, um, but a lot of you retweeted, and, and we are all the same. Um, you know, we are no better than you guys are, and, um, well, Craig may be. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But Thanks, you know, it, it's um, it, we, I mean, it's doing things like this. I mean, just getting down in the nitty gritty. You know, you don't have to. You know, a lot of you can't get out and 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 march. I mean, due to you know maybe a disability or um, you know, for because of your work situation, you may not be able to do things like that and. And that's okay. You don't. We need everybody, everybody, just doing. You know, some people are just going to do social media, and you know, that's a. I mean, think of the biggest way people communicate these days: social media. So if you're out there tweeting about these things, you're doing a great job. You know. Um, it's not – I mean, Craig and I, honestly, I mean, we are we are just two people who care so much about changing this world that, you know, start, I, I started this radio show by myself um, simply out of the fact I was sick and tired. The state I live in, even though I live in a very blue city – I, I, you know, the state is red, and um, as is Craig, and um, so the state I live in with my wife, and then also the state I was born in, uh, we're both having these anti-gay measures, basically, you know, make using religion to discriminate against our community, and um, you know, I was like, if I get 50 people to listen to this show, I'm cool. I mean, you know, that's great, you know. And this thing, you know, has just snowballed. And Craig and I are so happy, but, but we are not big enough 
that, I mean, people saw me last night. It was, uh, even with this broken elbow, I I was responding to everybody last night. I think I responded to just, I, I may have missed a couple of people, but if you were, if you were tweeting me, I'm tweeting you back or I'm retweeting you. I'm doing something. Um, because I know better than you. It's, you know, and, and neither is Craig. Um, Craig came in, what, a couple of months maybe after I started the show and we decided, yeah. yeah, And we wanted to partner up and it, it, it's just been amazing. Um, I mean, if you listen to some of my first shows, oh my Lord. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm I'm not a radio star, (laughs) you know, and but and you know we just we want to change the world we want we want the world to have more love less hate uh, that that was what i based the starting the show with from the beginning and um you know i mean now we have 37 almost 37 and a half followers as of this morning and that 37 and a half all thousand <laughs> Yeah, thirty-seven point five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said thirty-seven and a half thing. Okay. Well, okay, that's not that many. <laughs> oh, I'm on a roll, man. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, it's it, it has, and it's all been because of you guys. And um, I mean, we're you know we've been talking about the resistance and, and creating a revolution. It, you can do that on social media. Um, speak out to your friends that that preach hate. Um, you can stand up for the little guy, little gal. Um, you know, I've I've just been blown away by our listeners. Um, what do you you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you uh, talk since I've kind of hogged it. Um, you know, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? And and we'll definitely talk some more about this. ACA itself. Just every little bit helps, whether it be an email or a tweet or going out and marching. I know we we all have some time constraints, whether it be work or family or or what have you, and not all of us can devote as much time as we'd like to certain causes, but like like I said, every every little bit helps, even even just five seconds of your time to make a phone call or, or post a tweet. And mm-hmm. I think I think I think sometimes a lot of people kind of feel overwhelmed by the time, the lack of time they have to devote to the causes they believe in, and so I don't know, they they kind of just perhaps unintentionally push it off to the side and just think there's there's really no point to say they can't they don't feel like they can do much. But I mean, if you really you, you look at this tweet and and other such movements and revolutions, revolutions, if you want to call them that, I mean, we we can all make a difference no matter how small I might seem at the time. If, if we all go out there and, and Damn right. fight together, stand, stand together and fight, fight with one another, then we, we can, we can make a difference. <laughs> yep. And what do you think about our listeners though and our followers on Twitter? I mean, half a million impressions. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard to believe. Crazy town. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still I, trying to I, I mean, come to terms with it. <laughs> I know, me too. I, I mean, we've had a lot of. I mean, we we average um, 
I mean, I, I don't look at the numbers that much, but I mean, well, sometimes you can't help it because they show it to you right there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, but um, I just knew last night that we were having a lot of interactions, a lot mm-hmm. of, um, you know, just positive things going on. Yeah, we had six or seven Trump trolls. Um, probably had oh, yeah, more. Of I, you know, I. I didn't, I didn't pay attention, and um, the few that I did pay attention to, uh, you know, it was it was great. I just retweeted what they said, and um, our <laughs> and our listeners, oh man, they were awesome with the zingers with the Trump trolls last night. Congrats to every single one of you. Uh, you did your job well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's. I, it, I think. You know, I mean, Standing back, I think it it, uh, it shows how important an issue the ACA is, just healthcare in general, and I, I think that's great because I mean, this isn't just an issue like I don't know raising taxes by point zero seven six percent. I mean, which might affect a small percentage of people in the country. This is an issue which which impacts everybody. This yep. is a lot. This is this is. I mean, not to paint things in a black or white manner. I don't. I don't like doing that. But it really is a life or death matter. It's it's health. It's healthcare. 20, right. Over twenty million people have received health insurance because of the Affordable Care Act, myself included. And we're we're being threatened to have that healthcare taken away from us again. And I mean, a lot of people with uh, lower income, lower income families. Those with pre-existing conditions, like myself, and uh, kids, perhaps about below, uh, under the age of 26, they're all being threatened to have their health insurance taken from them. And right. this might not be us personally. We, we might have not to have a pre-existing condition or the lower class, but uh, I'm, I'm, almost everybody knows somebody like that. And so, I mean, it either directly or indirectly impacts all of us. And and I, I think it's really telling to have 500,000 interactions with regard to this tweet concerning healthcare. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of people on the right side of the spectrum they like to bastardize the term Obamacare and and kind of scapegoat it for rising premium costs and, and this and that. And yet they they really have trouble seeing. The positive impact that this healthcare law has made on, on million, millions of people's lives, exactly, and and the repercussions that will be felt if they repeal the law, especially with without a replacement plan in, in place. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you probably you know heard a lot of personal stories, and last night I I I had some people share it publicly, some people privately messaged me and told me stories of. You know, this is how the ACA has saved my life, or saved a family or friend's life, um, or several people. Um, mm. and sadly, I also heard stories of people that you know pre ACA, and you know, telling me stories about. You know, people having serious heart conditions um, and other, you know, really major issues and not able 
to afford medication, um, not able to get the proper help, and they just died. Yeah. Um, and that 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 is a, a damn shame that our government will allow that to happen. You know, and what's really funny to me is how you know. <laughs> All the things Obama was going to do that he has yet to do, and he has about he has less than two weeks to do it. My mom was one of those people. Uh, you know, we, you and I have laughed about this. That, um, you know, she believed in the whole that whole death panel bullshit, and you know, she was she was rambling on about Hillary losing. And she knew it was pissing me off at Christmas. And I just looked at her dead in the eye, and I said, hey, have you made your death panel uh, appointment yet? You got to the 20th. And I shut her up very quick. Um, It was not a pleasant Christmas, to say the least, uh, because my parents and I are the extreme polar opposites on politics. Um, You know, but... Um, it, it it's 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 sad that you know the GOP was they were the people putting out those you know false rumors false news about oh Obama yeah, there's going to be the death panel I mean that's all people talked about in the beginning of the ACA and um. I don't like ca- calling it Obamacare. I mean, you know, when when have we called bills by the president? It, it's 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 like they used it in a for a nasty way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I I think a lot of people turned it positively, but the name of the law is is you know ACA, um, and so I I am you know appalled that this group of people that talk about death panels that is absolutely fucking irresponsible but yet they are not going to do anything for you know people are going to go back to dying because they can't afford medications anymore they can't afford the care if they indeed get rid of the ACA bottom line and, you know, you want to give out bullshit information, and, and it's, 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 de- it's deplorable, um, a whole basket of them. And, um, uh, you know, um, I, too, benefit from the ACA. Um, now, I don't qualify, you know, like for financial assistance. But, you know, I'm self-employed, and before the ACA, I would have had to go through, you know, like a private broker, and, I mean, I know people who had, you know, self-employment insurance that before the ACA were paying eight, nine hundred, you know, people my age, I mean, at the time, still pretty young, Um, and... They were they were paying you know eight nine hundred thousand and then I knew older people that were paying like a thousand dollars each month and that's insane that is absolutely and in, just insanity and 
I pay, you know, about half that now. I mean, it's something I can afford with my business for me. Um, and it's, you know, it, it has helped me. Um, I, I can't afford, you know, if it doubles. I mean, I'm going to have to find some low budget, uh, like just in a crisis type of insurance. Um, and I don't want to do that. Because that that will that will not help my health, you know. And I know you're the same way. Um, and it's it just, it, you know, we're better than this. Um, well, some of us Americans are. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got rejected left and right before the ACA was passed and implemented because of pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once that law went into effect, they they couldn't do that anymore. And I mean, right. I'm not alone in that regard. I know there's, there's got to be millions of people out there with the same sort of type issue when it comes to health insurance. They they couldn't they they were rejected because of conditions they they couldn't control. And I I just think that's wrong on every level that you can you can think of. And right. the ACA, I mean, I it, it either I would probably would would either have gone bankrupt or I, I wouldn't be here any, anymore or if if it weren't for the ACA. I had some mm-hmm. serious health issues in late 2015, early 2016, and yep. without the ACA, I, I might either be dead or living on the street somewhere. And, again, I know I'm not alone there. I know, I know there are likely thousands of other people in, in the same boat. Yep. I mean, you know, with with this um, issue that happened with my um, – that happened with my elbow, Um if I didn't have good insurance or just decent insurance, we could easily have gone into major debt. And, you know, while I feel my wife and I have our needs met, you never know. You know, somebody in, in, in the family gets cancer. Somebody has a major accident. Um, I mean, people look at six-figure bills, and who can pay that? Well, what normal person can pay that, you know? Um, and it, it's just uh, it's just not right that that people lose, you know, I mean, I've heard so many stories of, like you said, people going, you know, becoming homeless because all they wanted to do was stay alive. And that's no way of living. That's not being alive. Um, In so many other industrialized countries, they kind of look at our healthcare system. They just they have a hard time understanding us and our mentality and our system and and it just because I mean it's kind of it's just a, a part of their life, part of their culture to have universal health care, to an increase in prep, an increase in taxes for necessities of life, including health and health insurance. And they look over here. I think, well, you pay how much for health care, and some of you don't even have it, and you don't have universal health care. How how can this be? And it, it just it seems like a lot of people in this country. We kind of like to have the, the individual individualist mindset, where we want to believe that we're 
fully in control of our own lives and we're not dependent on anyone or anything else and kind of this John Wayne mentality. Yeah. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's not healthy, first of all. And, and through, through that, I mean, it's, it's dangerous, both short, short and long-term to have that kind of mentality. And I, I really wish that we, we could, we could find a way to discuss the matter in a civilized fashion and actually pass some common sense adjustments to the law to even improve it, perhaps add a, a public option or, or something of, of, of like that. But, uh, I mean, the GOP, I mean, for seven plus years, almost eight years now, they've been talking about, well, like they've been talking about, oh, let's make Obama feel president. <laughs> then after the ACA was passed, oh, let's, let's, let's repeal and replace it. But they haven't, they've never come up with a, a backup plan. It's just, oh, let's repeal and replace right. it. That's it. It's what are you going to do with all those people that are going to lose their insurance? Yeah. There is no plan. No plan at all. The uninsured rate has gone down from 14.6% to 8.6% since the ACA was passed. And they, they like to blame Obama, or they call Obamacare for price, uh, premium price increases. But mm-hmm. while prices have while the prices have increased, we have to again stand back and look at the whole picture because before the ACA was put into effect, uh, between the years of 2001 2006, premium price increases on average uh, were raised 63 percent year uh, annually. Mm-hmm. And from 2006 to 2011, those prices increased on average 31 percent annually. And after the ACA was put into effect, again the prices have increased, but less. 20% compared to 31% and 63% respectively. And so right. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to lay all the blame on the formal care act for these price increases and, and not to see the bigger picture that that price increases have actually gone down since it was implemented. Right. And um, Craig and I both read this article in the LA times and I, I think you're referring to some of the information that was in that. And, mm. um, you know, I, I I just reposted it. I don't know if you want to touch on it. Um, it, it just it, it gives some, um, you know, it's actually really you know, real news, not this fake BS that we're hearing from the GOP um, in regards to um, the ACA, and and it it shows you how the uninsured rate. You know, it's fallen under 10% now, and that's amazing. Um, but then, you know, you it it it, it gives a lot of charts um, that you know. I, I just I just posted it, so if you, I we really I don't know if we have time to really discuss it a lot, but I mean, take a just take a look at you know the real statistics of the ACA. Um, you know, for they, they they give you you know those years, but 2000 2010 compared to 2010 when it was passed to current day. Um, I'm sure you you probably want to touch base on it too. I want to give you time, Craig. Well, I've already touched base in a couple areas. I mean, it, it also there's seven yeah. charts listed in the LA Times article and. I touched on two of them, and it also showed that amongst certain demographics, particularly uh, minorities and young people, the 
uninsured rates gone down fairly dramatically for for these demographics as well since the ACA was passed. And as far as prescri- prescriptions go, what, what was that chart to, to show that percentage of the of people's payments went have decreased since the ACA was passed as far as prescriptions, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there. Yep. And there are two or three other charts as well, but I mean, there's there's a lot that the the author goes into detail about in this article, and he just basically showcases the fact that the showcase of the myth that the GOP likes to claim on a regular basis that the Affordable Care Act is a failure, which it, it, it's not. It's it's not a perfect law, of course, but it's a definite improvement upon our health care law pre, from previous years and. While there could be some adjustments, improvements made to the law, I, I, I guess you could say uh, it would be highly irresponsible to repeal the entire law, and it's especially with, without a backup plan. I mean, these are people's lives mm-hmm. we're talking about here. 20, 20 plus million people who have been afforded health insurance because of the Affordable Care Act, and with, with, without a backup law in place, I mean, that's. <laughs> It's just mind-boggling to me that any group of people, no matter how twisted they might be in the, mor- in the mor- morality, how, how they could possibly do that. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I said it several times last night because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are, seriously fired up about this issue and I, I, I think people can tell that uh, you know we are <laughs> definitely I mean I know I, I my excitable voice is coming out so um, you know it's it, it, it's a matter you know people were asking me last night and, and I finally I just said you know it, it's it's a matter of um, it, it just comes down to good ethics, good principles, good morals versus none of those things. <laughs> and that is what you get from the left to the right. You you have people who want to do the right things versus people who don't want to do the right things. People who want to be equally Right. Versus people who think they're better than others. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? But a lot of people have a mentality. Well, if it doesn't happen to me, then it doesn't affect me. But that's that's right. that's wrong. And you, you can't think like that. I mean, because because no matter if you want to believe it or not, it, it could happen to you. If, if person A is re- uh, rejected for the health insurance because of uh, some some condition, you might not mm-hmm. have a condition today, but Who's to say you're not going to have the condition in five or ten, fifty years, and then 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 it will impact your life. So I mean, we we can't keep thinking selfishly like that. Oh, thinking narcissistically like everything revolves around us. We we have right. to try and empathize with others and see the direct or indirect impact it can have on us and and those we care about. And that is the difference. Between the left and the right again. Now, I'm not saying every progressive, every Democrat, every liberal, whatever you want to call them, you know, um, 
congressperson is you know is is not on the take somehow. I mean, every every single one of them are bald. We all know that. That's you know we could have a show on term limits one day, but uh, today's not <laughs> that. Um, but you know it it is so vital that we you know vote for people who are truly going to be of the people. You are not there to represent yourself. You are there to represent your constituents. And that is where especially the old timers forget about us. Like you said, it's like, you know, well, you know, I've got all this money from the NRA, uh, the pharmaceutical companies, you know, you name it. I can live high on the hawk. I don't have to worry about it. Well, guess yeah. what? You know, 99% of of your constituents that you represent are not like that. And somehow that has, that has just it, – it keeps decreasing more and more and more with each year. With with our Congress, um, and I'm scared to death to see what's going to happen with the Supreme Court. I I can't even <laughs> I I can't I I I can't bring my mind to even attempt to think about it right now. To be honest with you. And sure, what Mitch McConnell said today. He said that the American people will oh, not, God, not stand for. Today. Yeah. <laughs> He said that the American people will not stand for Democrats to block Supreme Court justices. And I'm thinking to myself, you've got to be freaking kidding me. You guys have been doing that for how long? Ever since Scalia passed away? Yeah. And President Obama nominated Merrick, Merrick Garland, and they, they didn't even, they even allow for a vote to occur. But he's going to come back and say, oh, yeah, the American people are not going to stand for this once we're in power. Okay. Mitch McConnell <laughs> was the first one to stand up. He was the yeah. first one to stand up and say, it's an election year. We shouldn't, yeah, be, right. we shouldn't be getting new Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry, I'm fired up today, guys. And uh, even, even early in, in Obama's tenure, his first term, McConnell is one of the, the least spokespeople saying, oh, it, it's our number one goal to make Obama a one-term president. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's, it's, he he really has no leg to stand on when it comes to this hypothetical criticism of the Democratic Party. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I've heard him, you know that um, you know, you know, um, you know that he's been you know saying some of these things, and that that's just sanity right there yeah. <laughs> with. Um, the Supreme Court, you know. Um, yeah, I, I had to double check, make sure it wasn't the, the onion. Yeah. You, you stood in the way almost a year, you jackass. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm fired up. Yeah. Hey, we've got and a lot of a lot of the GOP, uh, and a lot of GOP peers. They they said, oh, there's just nothing but praise for Merrick Garland. Oh, he's a non-biased intelligence. Trust for the individual, but yet at the same time, well, we're not going to allow a vote for the guy because, well, Obama. <laughs> right, right. 
Um, uh, but before, I mean, we still have a few more minutes, but um, I want to give all those numbers out again, and I, they are posted right now to our, our profile. Um, but uh, I, I do want you guys to know that um, the, the, num- the two numbers we've been giving out mainly um, are, are Bigger Ryan's uh, DC office, 202-225-0600. If you don't want to listen to the bullshit, and trust me, you don't, just hit two and then hit one. And that two is the question about do you support uh, the ACA? And one is yes. Um, so, uh, you know, just hit two and then press one. Um, his Janesville, you know, his hometown office in Wisconsin, uh, that phone number is 608 752 4050. And kept saying, the mailbox is full, the mailbox is full. It, just respond to the survey. Um, if the mailbox is full, which it's going to be, because Speaker Ryan doesn't really want to hear from us. Um, and I do want people to know, I, I, I've emailed, and I know that won't get uh, a response, but I have actually sent, I sent out this morning, a letter that is certified, and they must uh, sign for it. Um, at Speaker Ryan's office uh, in D.C., uh, requesting the results of the survey, and, and not necessarily the phone numbers, but I want to know—I want to know how they came to their numbers. Because I mean, I hate to say it, um, I'm sure—I'm sure they're going to try to twist it. Um, mm-hmm. And I—I want to know—I—I want the final outcome of those, and, and I want it explained to me. Um, because, and, and, you know, I will call his office every single freaking day to say, Hey, are you getting me my results? You know, as soon as, as soon as that survey is over, a lot of people have also said, Hey, he's already done one of these. Yes. He did do one of these surveys. Um, and that was back in, you know, when they tried to overturn it the first time and the president vetoed it and then they didn't have enough people to override the veto. They are do this is a new one, so you know, so everybody knows this is a brand new survey because you know, new year, new session. Um, this is one of the top priorities for them is to strip us of our insurance. Um, so anyway, um, that is uh, you know, just some information that. You know, you you guys may want to see, and um, you know, definitely don't let it, you know, stop you from, um, you know, contacting him. Um, and we got about a minute left. What, what would you like to say, Mr. Craig? Hands off my insurance. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Drop the mic. That's right. Boom. Mike dropped. Yeah. Um, just everybody, 
you know, prepare, prepare for the next four years. We've got to fight. Um, we weren't, we weren't really going to talk about New Year's resolutions per se, but just things, you know, we want to see in the new year. And we can talk about that the next time, Craig. But um, I think I can see for both of us that we are, I, mean, I know we, I know I can, and say that we are committed to all of you to bring you the real news, not the mainstream media bullshit. We are we are are, are going to do our research. Um, I mean, Craig is the best research guy in the business, in my opinion. And uh, you know he gets it done. I mean, I try to do it, but I you know I, I he I don't know. You have a superpower of of checking everything <laughs> and. Um, and he'll have answers. Yeah, so I started fact check when I was two or three, I think. It's crazy. I love it. <laughs> um, you know, so, but I, I know that we want to continue to bring you, I was going to say bigger and better, but I think that's what Fox says. So I'm not going to say that. <laughs> We're going to bring refrain, you. Then. <laughs> We're going to bring you um, larger and uh, awesomer. That's not a word. Yeah, but, uh, we'll work on that. This year. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was about to say that. I'm like, doesn't Fox say that? <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll let you know. I, I know we've had to break away from our schedule because of um, the injury I sustained, um, but in the, it, in the holidays, are trying to yeah 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 in the holidays and it's you know we're gonna get back on our normal track. Um, but you know, thank you for bearing with us and still continuing to listen to us. Lo- listen to us. Um, we care about you guys so much. Um, you know, you guys say. Um, you know, all the, like the nicest things in the world to us and, you know, how we've changed your lives and you've changed ours. Um, I, I'm, I'm blown away with um, the love we get from you guys and we love you right back. And um, would you like to say anything, Craig, before I sign us off? Amen. We love you and let's keep fighting together. Yep. Get ready. Put your boots on. Um, it's time to start a revolution and and re- resist. Resist Donald Trump. Ugh, can't even stand saying the man's name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Me either. you guys have a good day. Tomorrow, I, I'm, I'm getting back on track with the Friday. <laughs> I came up with his name. It's so damn cheesy, the Rainbow Connection. You know, we, we had tried a couple of hosts. But now I'm just going to be using guest hosts on the show. And um, I, I really did think about using Kermit singing the Rainbow Connection for the opening number. But I'm like, I can't do that to people. Um, it, it is a show that is geared towards the LGBTQ community. But it is not exclusive to. I mean, we want to be inclusive to everybody. If you care about LGBTQ people, join us. We it's great. Uh, we will be on the air tomorrow from four to six Eastern time. Um, I will be pinning that to my profile shortly, um, so you'll have the information. And uh, thanks again, everybody. Craig, have a good day.
You too. Good weekend. All right. You too. Take care, everybody. Be good to yourself. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.